Recorded live. Thank uh-huh. 
Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How are you? Finding yourself? I'm good. Thank you. Oh, Marie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> How's it going? Real good. Just finished a two-day seminar, so I'm back on my regular schedule now. How's things with you? Everything is good. Everything is good. I cannot complain at all. Good. At all. So I don't know how many people are on the call. Um, It might just be me and you at this point or people on mute. So um, would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, I will. I'll do that. The stone says, yes, there's more that I require of the demonstration suddenly by the Lord God. We're coming before you this morning with a heart, a soul, a mind, and a spirit that says yes. But, Lord God, we have all come to the realization there's more that you're requiring of us than where we're walking right now. Father God, we're not sure where you're sending us, but the soul says, send me, I'll go. Father God, as you're growing us up, as you're strengthening us, Father God, as you're pouring into us, Father God, you're pouring to us that we may be able to pour into someone else. Father God, I just thank you that we have a spirit and a mindset that says, let your will be done, Father God. Well, God, I'm just thanking you for this morning, Father God, a morning unlike any other day in which we have seen, a morning, Father God, that you allowed us to wake again to see your new mercies, wherever they may be before. Father God, I just thank you right now for traveling grace and mercy as we go throughout this day to our various destinations, Father God. Lord God, I just thank you for my family. I thank you for the family of the prayer shift and ministry, Father, that you continue to use us as a beacon of light in the dark world, including our family, our friends, and on our job. Lord God, right now I'm praying that if we have any loved ones who does not know Christ, who does not know you for the pardon of their sins and does not have a relationship with you, may our walk, Father God, be an example. And let them understand that we are not perfect, because Scripture tells us all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But because we repent and come before you and say that we're sorry, Father God, 
we have a new opportunity and that we are forgiven. And, Lord God, for the same forgiveness which you have given us, I just pray right now that we be able to extend that same olive branch of forgiveness to someone else. Lord God, I'm just praying right now for whoever may be going through a situation where they don't see any way out. But it's not for them to see a way out, but for them to trust you to bring them out. Lord God, I'm just praying right now for the for the singles, Father God, for this is a season where there's a longing, Father God, a longing to no longer be by ourselves. But, Father God, we pray that you send us the right person, Father God, the right man that will be pleasing in your sight, who loves you first because he loves you, he'll be able to love us. Lord God, I'm just praying for this call as it goes forth this morning, Father God, and Felicia, who is going to be in charge this morning, Father God. Give her extra portion of strength, an extra measure of your love and your kindness, Father God. And thank you for the clarity and understanding which you have given her to share with others. Lord God, we just thank you, we praise you, and we glorify and magnify your holy and righteous name this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Um, hold on one second. I'm um, um, getting myself ready to go out the door. Okay. If you have anything you would like to share with us, that would be great, too. Well, you know what? When I was doing my devotion the other day, and I don't have the scripture in front of me right now, but it talks about when Jesus, the man was still with demons. He had a legion of demons. And it talks about in the scripture how when the demons created for Jesus not to get rid of them, you know, he threw them into the swine and the swine fell over the cliff. And what I found to be intriguing, we always talk about the scripture where we say we want to be clothed and in our right mind. And it came from the scripture because when Jesus drew the the the, the legions into the spine and the spine fell over the cliff and they drowned in the water. This man was found sitting at the feet of Jesus and he was clothed in his right mind and the people of the community was afraid. And I started thinking, what were they afraid of? Were they afraid, one, because swine was their commodity and now they no longer had the means that was necessary to feed their families, or were they afraid that the man who had to deny the legion in him was now no longer crazy and sitting outside, but now clothed and in his right mind, been able to sit at the feet of Jesus to learn and to glean from him? What truly were they afraid of? Were they afraid that they too will have a life that can't be changed and they didn't want to do anything outside of that which they were comfortable with? Hmm. And if you give me a moment, I'm going to pull over because I would like to give the scripture on what I'm referring to. I never okay. like to give information and not let anybody know where I'm coming from. Okay. But it was just interesting to me when I was doing a devotion, and I tried doing some research on it, but it never told me what the people were afraid of. Um, the whole scripture text is Luke 8, 26 through 35, but I'm coming from Luke 8, 35, and it says, then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found a man out of whom the devils were departed. 
sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And again, that's Luke 8.35. And how often do we say that scripture, Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning, clothed and in my right mind. And then we really know where the scripture originated from or how it came about. And that's how it is. A man who was not in his right mind, who was filled with legions, now is free and clothed in his right mind to sit at the free of Jesus. Isn't that awesome that once the demons were no longer in the man, he do to go and sit with Jesus and serve him. And that's the same thing that we do on a daily basis, come to sup and sit at his feet. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Wow. And they were afraid. Uh uh-uh. uh. It didn't make you think about when you get saved and let's say the group you are hanging with or you're around. They're not saved and because you're doing things differently, they kind of scare away from you. Okay. Can you say that they're afraid of who you now become? Can you say that they may be afraid that you're going to try to turn them into who you are now? And because and it's so often we have a fear of what we don't know. We have a fear of what we don't understand. Right. And you know, my, my pastor describes fear one time as false evidence appearing real. Mhm. Yep. And it's in the and the false evidence is is a lot of times in our in our own mind. Like, our I, I was reading. Um, I had read this atheist had wrote a blog a long time ago, how her spirit basically is warring against her mind because her spirit knows that there is a God. Right. But her logic is telling her that there is no God. And so she says that there's a fight daily in her for her to continue to hold on to the to the logic that there is no God because she was raised in the church. And so you pointing that out brings that back to mind. Like that is... That is the that is that is key because if you believe if you say you believe in God and that you believe there's a Christ, but then you want to do your own thing, and you right. see somebody who who actually is believing in Christ and how their whole life has changed, you're looking at that situation like I don't want that. I want to do what I want to do. Right. You know, and it's just, that's, wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. You know, and it's not only doing what we want to do, but we want to do where we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. We don't want to leave our familiar surroundings. We want to stay with, I'm going to stay in this circle because I know you and I've known you for over 40 years. I know how you're going to act. Or I've been around this person for so long, I know how they're going to act. But I have to move to something new. I don't know these people. But if we're comfortable, even though we're not happy, we'd rather stay comfortable than find happiness because it's not close to where we used to be. In our in our preconceived mind, not realizing 
if we move out of that comfort zone, mm, you know, it's a song Erica sent me, uh, was talking about one time years ago in a call called Comfort Zone. And it says, I'm coming out of my comfort zone. I'm being stretched to a place I've never known. God is calling me. And and that's one of my songs because that's me. I had to come out of my comfort zone. I had to come out of the background of being safe and being secure that nobody knows I'm there. And even though I had something to say, I may not always say it or, you know, I'll say it after the call ended. And it's like, no. I called you to speak on my behalf. You have something to say. So years ago, I had to come out of a comfort zone. But it's when we become comfortable, we also become complacent. Right. When you become comfortable, you don't look for it anymore. You don't look for anything. You don't desire anything. You're like, you know, I'm, how you say it, Felicia? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> right. Like, I'm good. I'm mm. right. You know, and you just kind of like you wanna you wanna sit and and, and you you kind of. But the thing is, even in that comfort, you're uncomfortable, and and it, a lot of times it's that one thing that you prayed that you prayed on, um, before you know as we started the call. No one wants to be alone. Yeah. And a lot of times when we come into um when we come into our relationship our, our true relationship with in the Holy Spirit and with you know all our three part being, you know, spirit, soul and body, we start burning off people. You know, you really do. It's it's like you you start burning off a lot of um a lot of dead weight because nobody wants to be around you because you're positive. Nobody wants to be around you because you're always, you're, you're constantly, you know, um, trying to be obedient and, and doing things that make other people uncomfortable. So they're just like, uh-uh. So nobody wants to be alone, you know, in the walk. And they're just like, I, you know, it's like you said, being comfortable, they want to be in the same situation around the people that they know and it's just like it's just like any addiction you know uh, you know when you go to any addicts anonymous meeting they tell you you have to change your friends right you know? and so we have to get into that you know let's try to get into that same mindset people don't understand because they're just like there's nothing wrong with you well you might not see nothing wrong with me but you know that's 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 powerful. That's powerful. Um, you said a statement. You said people say that's nothing wrong with you. They don't see anything wrong with you because they're looking at their standards. They're comparing you to themselves, and they say that they okay. Right. But when right. you look at the barometer and compare yourself to Jesus, yes, there is something wrong. <laughs> Like, you don't see that spot. You don't see that wrinkle. Okay. Right. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. Good, Good morning. morning. How's everybody today? Good, and you? Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, praise God. Praise I'm God. All right. 
I'm going to um, head back over to the school and try it again today. <laughs> hey, man. It's the right day today. <laughs> <laughs> well, since before you ladies got to get off, can um, do you guys want, are you guys able to do part of the prayer list? Uh, we got, uh, okay, Marie, you did prayer shifting ministries, right? And the other you're breaking up, Felicia. What are you saying? I'm sorry. Um, did you do prayer shifting ministries? And would you mind doing prayer shifting ministries and the family and um, the ministers and um, leaders? Yes. And then I'll be off the call after that. Okay, ma'am. Demonstration attorney, Father, Lord God, we're just coming in before you right now on behalf of prayer shifting ministry, Father God. On behalf of the men and women who you have called or to this call, Father God, to share, to glean, to learn, to be transparent, that we may strengthen and encourage someone else, Father God, as they're on this journey. Father God, I just thank you for imparting this to stay on the the vision of prayer shifting ministry, Father God. For I know when it first started, when it first came into fruition, we were not sure what we were doing, where we were going, but we said we trust you, God, to lead and guide and direct us in the path that you would have us to go. Father God, I thank you for each and every member who participated and even those who listened, Father God, that we continue to be strengthened, we continue to be encouraged, that we continue to motivate each other, Father God, as you go on this journey. Father God, I thank you for the transformation that you're making in our lives, Father God, that we no longer wanted to stay in the background, but we're coming forth, Father God, to discuss your word, spend time, suffering with you. Father God, I just pray that as each member continues to go forth and so they continue to learn and they continue to grow, Father God, that you would strengthen their spirit, Father God, strengthen their mind, strengthen their walk. Father God, I'm praying for the family of prayer shifting ministries, Father, as so many devote, devote so much of their time to this call, Father God, that the children, the, the spouses, the parents, the grandchildren, the siblings, the cousins, Father God, that anybody who comes in contact with the family, Father God, that they they would see that there's a difference, Father God, and we're strengthen and watch over them, Father God. Protect them and keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. Father God, I pray that the students are in classes, Father God, that you just give them an understanding of the word, Father God. And, Lord God, for those who are needing a type of mentoring, Father God, that you will send somebody to them, Father God, that may be able to help them with their studies or share a different light or to something. Father God, I'm just praying right now for the leaders, Father. The leaders of the churches and the different places of worship in which we all go each and every day, Father God. I pray, Father God, that the unadulterated word of Christ goes for us, Father God. Lord God, I pray that it's not just always sermons of happiness and joy, but sermons that will prick our spirit, that will make us think, that will make us elevate. That will make us look at our lives, Father God, and see where we are within your walk, Father God. To show us correction, Father God. To show us that which is not lining up with your word, Father God. Things that are not right or pleasing in our sight. Father God, I'm praying for all the, the leaders, Father God, that as they're pouring into the to the congregations, Father God, that they're also pouring into themselves, Father God, that they have somebody, a mentor, someone that they can even go to and talk to. Father God, and as you've given them the words and the messages to say, Father God, we are the first partaker of our own fruit when we study, when we present it to others, Father God. 
fuck out this saying right now for a change in our mindset, Father God, that we would come to understand that something with you, Father God, is required, Father God. And when I say required, it's just like a test that in order to keep your credentials, Father God, that we have to study to show ourselves approved. Father God, and if there's anything that a leader is going through right now, Father God, in their prayer life, Father God, that they pray to you, spoken or unspoken, Father God, I pray that you grant it at your appointed time, that you would line it up with your will and your way. And, Father God, if there's anything not right or pleasing and nice sight, Father God, that it may be removed. Lord God, I just thank you that the leaders will have encouragement and support of their congregation and their ministerial staff, Father God, that they will uphold the ministry's hands and not tear them down. For you tell us, touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. Father God, I just pray that your work and your will will be done as we all go forth and on this journey. In Jesus' holy and righteous name, I do pray. Amen. Amen. Before you get off, can I pray for you? Yes, ma'am. Okay, gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for this woman of God that you have, you have matured, that you, you have grown, that you have called, oh God, to be a leader in her own right, oh God, who can lead people that you have brought into her seven degrees of separation to you and into a deeper revelant knowledge of who you are, oh God. Father God, thank you for keeping her family and her friends. Thank you for keeping her son and her her granddaughter, oh God. Thank you for keeping her in such a state, oh God, that she feels whole, that she feels wanted, that she feels comfortable in you and comfortable in her own skin. Father, we thank you that you have blessed her. You have blessed her on every hand and everything that you have given her a goal to strive for, oh God. She has accomplished it by your strength and by your glory. Lord, God, we ask that you'll watch over her today and whatever she puts her hands to, whoever she comes into contact with, oh God, let her example be a shining light of who you are through who she is, oh God. Oh Lord, let, let no distractions come against her today, oh God. Let every speaking tongue, let every spirit that tries to come against her, Lord, let her be able to discern the, the trial. My baby, have a good day. Sorry about that. Let her be able to discern and overcome every trial put before her, oh God through your strength and by her own. And, Lord, we ask that you will continue to give her traveling mercy wherever she has to go today, oh, Lord. We ask that you will watch over her and let her be able to see the processes that she needs to go through clearly as you order her steps for her to gain her next level. By the righteousness of Yeshua, we come. Amen. 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 Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. You too, sweetie. Good morning. Miss Erica, are you able to do any of the list before you have to get off? Miss Lisa? I'm sorry, yes, ma'am. Are you able to do any of the list before you have to get off? Yes, ma'am, because I'm actually not. I'm about to walk out the door, but I'm still um, here. You all get, get yourself together. Get out the refrigerator. Yes, yes, I can. Okay, we have um, addiction, we have prisoners, we have the youth, we have um, uh, addictions, prisoners, the youth, we have uh, blah, 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 all of Sam's. <laughs> so, all, them, all that. 
Yeah, all of that. So pick one. Uh, <laughs> pick one, anyone. Three car monkey. Which one? Here's the Joker. All right. All right. Let me get up the steps. I know how it is when you're running around. Okay. First of all, my father, this morning, we come to you. We come to you, thanks to you for airship and ministry and how it's grown and how you just put your hands on this ministry. How to in that vein, we come to you asking your blessings for and uplifting those who are abused, those who are abusive, and any of those who are affected by that, by those types of actions, by those types of behaviors. We just ask that you come in and you just examine the situation that you examine the hearts and the lives of those who are involved in these circumstances and that you just clean out. Whatever needs to be cleaned out to change the circumstance of God, you just know that those are just symptoms. Those types of actions are just symptoms of a larger problem, and you know that the largest problem is that they are not focused on you. So we just ask that those individuals who are consistent, that we focus on others, that you just, that you just turn and change their hearts, fix their hearts, fix their minds. So that they no longer have the desire to mistreat other people. We ask for whatever is at the core of the problem that you just treat it like a doctor that you come in and just fix it all. We ask that you just put your loving arms around any of the victims, whether they be children, adults, or elderly. You just ask us to put your arms in it. And you just let them know they are not known. And you just out there and let you love them. And then we ask you to speak their hearts, which is still, that you feel anyone who is affected by bad behavior. And then we, uh, we look before you those who are addicted. We just ask for whatever it is that those individuals are looking for. Lose that addiction, that you do that, that you replace it with your love, that you take away their desire to go after that thing that are not healthy or that are not good for them. We ask that that time spent engaging in those addictions to be transformed and changed to fish after you, to spend that time speaking after you. We just ask that we need to need to be made for actions uh, that were taken or any any harm that was done during that time. We just ask that you just come in right now and that you feel and that you fix and that you can't see the forgiveness now in individual parts wherever they need to be with God. And then we ask that I forgot who else, I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. I I forgot I forgot you know, 
you forgot. Because you're breaking up. Okay, I didn't hear you. You forgot. I couldn't remember who was. You paid for you pay for those who were addicted already? Yes. Mm-hmm. And those who were in prison. Um and the youth. Okay. All right. Father God, this morning of threat, those who are in prison, in their minds, in their spirits, in their bodies, in their souls, however it is that they are in prison, oh God, we miss them before you. We know that you have the keys to all prisons, oh God. We know that you have the keys. We know that any time you can come in and you can set the captives free. So we just ask that you just come in in the way only that you can and that you just people right now. We ask that you just feel not only those who are in bondage, but those who are affected by the bondage you live. We ask that you just turn that face towards you, that you just rectify any situation that might cause them to want to speak uh, after anything that is not of you. Father, we just ask that you heal anybody who's affected because anytime anybody is in any type of bondage, it's not just those individuals who are affected. There are others that are affected as well. So we ask that you just put your ever loving arms around everyone who is affected by by those um, who's affected by those imprisonment, oh God, and they keep us with the wrong and good yet in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, amen. Uh, precious administrator of the family, prisoners, leaders, you, addiction, prison. Okay, um, so I'm going to pray for um, Sam's list and all oh, the sick and shut in and um, deceased and hospice. So I'm going to pray for Sam's list first. Father, I pray for um, instead for um, upset for Sam Farley for the three lists of names that Sam prays for. Lord, you know those names. And you know what each and every one of those individuals need. And, Father, we come and we stand up for them in prayer. Um, we stand in agreement with any prayers that they pray, O oh Lord, and we also pray for those who cannot pray uh, for themselves on this list, on these lists, O oh God. We pray for the youth on the list. We pray for the sickness on the list. We pray for those who... Um, just were in that came across uh, Sam's pathway, oh God. We pray for the friends that he has on the list, oh God. We pray for those companies that he has on the list, Father. We pray because we are covering them uh, under the hedge of your protection. Father, we ask that you would surround them with your Holy Ghost fire and that you burn off 
all impurities. Make them pure as snow, God. Make them pick up the dross as you purify their silver. Put them in the refined fire for the God. So that whatever whatever is in them, whatever is on them, whatever is trying to come against them, God, has to fall off, has to leave, has to run, because you are you are the source of everything that that is good in their lives, oh God. And we just are we are praying for their for our covering for their spirit, soul, and body. For those who know you, we ask that you will continue to strengthen them in their walk with you. And for those who just came into a known of you because of Sam, Father God, we ask that you will continue to strengthen their, rela- strengthen their relationship with you, oh God. And we ask that they will, they will continue to just come into the realm of, of your presence, oh Lord. Even if it's just coming around and speaking to them and asking for encouragement, let that be what 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 possesses them and what helps them to get in, into a true enough if you Father, we come for those who are sick and shut in and in um, hospice. We're coming, oh Lord, that you will give them that you would give them peace, oh God. We come and we we stand in agreement with their prayers with their prayers of a healing in their body from the from the molecule to the skin, oh God, from the from the arteries and the veins and the valves and the heart and the brain and the and the spine, oh Lord, and um the the bones and the liver, the pancreas, the um the kidneys, Father God, all of those things that that help us, the adrenal glands, oh Lord, the pituitary gland, oh God, those things that that um that basically help us function, that gets us up each day, that help us think clearly, oh God, help to level out the hormones, help to level out the 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 glands and the sugar and the blood pressure and and Father, if it's about the diet, help them help us change our eating habits, change the taste of our mouth, oh God, so that we are able to, those who are sick and those who are shut in and those who are hospice, Father God, we're praying that, that whatever it is that they need to do, that you will guide the doctors, the dietitians, the nurses, even the person themselves to understand what they what they need to do to bring about their healing so that you can work because we have to we have to do our part so that we can show the obedience of whatever your instruction is for you to work in us, oh, Lord, and, and do your miraculous. And so, Lord, whatever it is, show us, let us be obedient to your instruction. And, Father, we also come for those who have lost loved ones this week up until today, oh, God. Because someone didn't wake up this morning. Someone went to bed last night feeling fine, but this morning they are no more. And so, Father, we ask that you will watch over those who have lost loved ones due to sudden death, due sickness, or just unknown causes or even violence. So, Lord, we ask that you will watch over their family and their friends and give them a peace and understanding. Help them to help them to go through the process of grieving as they go through the process of, of the arrangements to lay that body to rest, oh, Lord. And we just ask, oh, God, that you would just give them a peace that passes all understanding that only you can give. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Amen. And then, oh gosh, his specialness. 
Uh, all of that. <laughs> um, you said a who? I know one thing. Hold on one second. Yes, ma'am. Um, so for a uh, list of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and discernment, and uh, working the spirit, soul, and body in a synergistic way. And, and all of them? Yeah, all of them. Um, uh, patience and, and, and grace and mercy, all of that. Father, you know that list more so than we do. Um, and so we come right now to give us spiritual wisdom, knowledge, and understanding with the power of discerning, discerning power of the Holy Spirit so, Lord, that we can have that spirit, soul, and body working synergistically together as Sam speaks to us about that, oh, God. Let us be able to walk um, in, in the righteousness of Christ and that as we do our daily walk, as we draw closer to you spiritually, Father God, strengthen us in our body, strengthen us in our mind, rejuvenate and revive and turn back the hands of aging, both in in spirit, mind, and body. Let us have the faith of the child where even as we mature in our faith, that we have the faith of the childlike faith to be able to fall forward and fall back and walk without any fear because it's in that childlike faith that we will we will not we won't even think about the fall. We'll always think about just getting up and doing it over and over again until we do exactly what needs to be done. We ask that you will continue to strengthen our spiritual knowledge, wisdom and understanding with the power of discerning so that we're able to change our our, our spiritual walk from our walk from the flesh to the spirit, and that as we do that, as our soul prospers, you will increase those other things like you did for Solomon, Father God. We know that it's, it's that money, the love of money, is the root of all evil. So, Lord, just let us continue to be humble in your presence, oh God, in your glory, in your and remember all at all times to give the glory back to you that we not of ourselves but through you and the righteousness of Christ that we are able to stand, we are able to do, we are able to have well-being both in spirit, soul, and body. And, Father, we just take this day, we take each day as a present, and we don't worry. You told, you told us in your word, don't forget, don't worry about the past. We can't change it. Don't worry about the future because we can't, we don't know what's going to happen. But we can do today. So this day that you have made, oh, God, help us to walk in the spiritual knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and discerning power so that we can see the steps that you have ordered for us this day so that we can walk accordingly and not get off track, oh, God, and help us to not put our spiritual blinders on so that we're not distracted by the cares of this world, but constantly keeping our eyes on you and being able to walk on water, oh, God, and we thank you for that. In the name of Yeshua, we come. Amen. 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 And I come for the teachers that are on this line, oh God, I come for um, Lisa and Arthur as they go forward into their different classrooms, oh God, going before the children. Oh God, there's a special kind of patience that's needed, oh God. And they have it. You have, they, we hear it all the time on the line, the way they speak to the children, oh God. And so, Lord, we ask that as they go forward today, 
speaking to the children of God, doing the profession that you have called them to do, Father, that that because of the way they treat the children, that it gives them that seed that they know that there's something better than what they know. There's something better than what they have to endure each and every day. That even if because Lisa's a substitute or because, you know, this is the end of the school year and these students for Arthur will be going to the next level, help them remember the 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 the, the symbol the symbol and example that they set before them that there are people out there who care, there are people out there who will fight with them and for them for them to be able to be educated and for them to be able to be um, be successful both in education and in their future. So, God, we ask that you would just continue to strengthen Lisa and Arthur as they go before the children and whoever else I'm missing who deals with children on a day-to-day basis or even with with people on a day-to-day basis in being able to, to be that beacon of light where they let you shine through them, probably as that you would just watch over them continually. Keep them from the spirit of violence because the, the spirit of disrespect and disobedience and rebellion is running rampant in schools, oh God. So let them be the oasis that the children need, Father God, as they go into the into the churches or into the schools, oh Lord. Let them be that class, that teacher that all the kids go to looking for counsel, looking for encouraging words, and just give them the strength to get through this today, O oh Lord, for your glory and for their good and the good of the children that they come into contact with. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you have anything you would like to share before you have to get off the phone? Um. Well, okay, so the interesting thing that happened was last night at Bible study, the conversation that we all had yesterday in terms of getting our stuff together as far as, uh, you know, trying to begin our our microstructure, (laughs) not an infrastructure yet, but our microstructure, you know, um, just the business of it all, that whole conversation it, it surfaced again last night at Bible study. You can I said that conversation, I said the topic surfaced again at Bible study last night. The conversation that we had yesterday on the phone, Nicole. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, so we, because we, they were talking about the, uh, yeah, they were talking about but, but I kind of came in on the end of it because I thought to but the conversation ended up there. So we, it's, it's good to know that it's not just us and that, you know, we're not just thinking crazy. Um, so I thought that was really good. It was a very encouraging call yesterday, very encouraging. And it's just so good to know that, you know, we're not just on here just minding and moaning or, you know, just, you know, just waste of time. You know what I'm saying? That we're right. actually moving towards something. And that's so important. We are actually moving towards something. Um, 
that we actually see a bigger picture. You know, and so there's a couple of people that, uh, that I also invited to be on the line last night, and it's just growing. Um, it's growing, and I and I foresee a lot of wonderful yeah. things happening. I, I foresee some wonderful things happening. I truly do. Repeat that last page. I said I foresee some wonderful things happening. I foresee a lot of growth with this mind, uh, you know, as as we spread the word about it. Because people need it. You know, folks are at different places in their lives. People need it. They really do need it. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And I just, you know, encourage us to continue to do what we're doing because we're not just talking about folks saying in the purpose, right? We're talking about making some moves and we kind of see the bigger picture. So, um, you know, I just encourage us to to invite people to spread the message of what it is that we are doing uh, and, you know, just continue to do that because it's working to help So mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's pretty much all just wanted to share that experience. I totally agree. I totally agree. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, I don't really have time to get into, you know, what I normally would get into. <laughs> I understand. I understand. And we're not gonna. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna stay on the phone long because, you know, I, I think because Sam said that he wasn't gonna be on the call, a lot of people are not gonna come on. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, I yeah. I wanted to um to share something. Um, and uh, before I share. Let me pray for you just in case she has to get off once she gets to the school. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Well, I said, yeah, I was going to ask if you could do that, ask if you could do that. Yes, ma'am. Father God, we come right now for Lisa. Lord, we thank you for this woman of God through her, through her actions as she walks by faith, O Lord. We ask, O Lord, that you will continue to watch over and keep her, O God. Help her mind to settle, Father God. Help her to be able to hear you clearly as you direct her every footstep, O Lord. Father God, you are putting before her many options, and many options are being put before her, O God. Help her to be able to to discern your options from the options, O oh God. And we ask, for oh God, that as she makes the choices, O oh Lord, that you will watch over and keep her and her family. Father, you know her fears and you know her faith, O oh God. Increase the faith and decrease the fear, O oh God. And help the faith override the fears to such a degree that fear is extinguished, O oh God. And her faith rises up and overpowers, O oh God, and lets her be able to to rest as you rule and abide, Father God, in her life. Father, we ask that as she goes through this day that she 
continues to let your light shine through her, oh God. Her being a teacher, she can incorporate your spirit in her teaching, oh God. So we ask that you will just endure her with energy, endure her with the patience that you have toward her, oh God, and toward the people so that she can in turn use that same patience with the children as she goes forward today in the high school because this is the generational God that does not does not honor or respect those in authority. So Lord help her show your authority so that they will walk in in line with her as she goes in front of the class. Lord, give her peace, give her energy, give her uh, give her a, a bone over her nerves, oh God, so that no matter what the children say or do, she can walk in the light of you and they will see the light of you in her and they will act accordingly. And we thank you in advance that you will protect her on every hand from sickness, illness, disease, infection, or plague, whether bacteria, viruses, chemicals, fungals, or or bug bites found at the schools, oh God, and let whatever she um, touches or breathes, oh God, let it not cause her harm. And we come against any spiritual attack, any tongue that tries to come against her, oh God, to hinder her from what you have her doing, for your glory and for her good. In the name of your show, we pray. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what I want to share is it's called What Are We Fighting For? Mm. And um, it's basically coming out of Psalm 91. Mm-hmm. And in Psalm 91, uh, it says, uh, the list comes and it says, the snare of the fowler, um, the fiery darts of the wicked, and um, arrows that fly by day, destruction at noonday, pestilence in the darkness, the terror by night, um, other things that um, we're told that we're fighting our powers and principalities and plague, the wiles of the devil and evil. Um, we're also fighting noisome pestilence. Um, we're, we're, fighting, we're fighting these things. And, and so I asked God, I'm like, okay, what are some of these things that we're, we're you know, can you give me an Give me more of what we're fighting, you know, so we can get a better description. Because we, when we read the scriptures about what we're fighting, we're just like, oh, you know, okay, principalities and powers and rulers and darkness and, and high places, but do we really ever understand? And so I went through some of the um, some of these uh, things that we're fighting, and so a snare is a trapping device. So um, a snare is something that traps us in the spirit or in the body. So it could be sex, it could be drugs, it can be depression, it could be anger, it can be um, suicidal thoughts. Those are snares. 
of the snare of the fowler, what happens with the snare is a lot of times when a fowler, which is a bird catcher, their their snares were built to hold the bird, and sometimes the snares were, were in such a way that um, eventually if once the bird moves so much in that snare, the bird will die. It didn't just catch the birds. It, sometimes they were built to kill the bird. So once the, the, the fowler got to the snare, all they had to do was take the bird out. And that's what the enemy does. A lot of times he doesn't have to do anything. All he has to do is put us in the snare. And because of our struggling in that snare, our drug addiction, that, that, um, that, that relationship that's violent, or that's not not just physically violent, but mentally violent. You know, we we're in that snare and we don't get out of it. We stay there, and eventually, by spirit, our spirit and soul dies. Maybe our body is still alive, but our soul dies daily. And so, by the time you know, the time he comes to take this, take us out of there, we're dead. We're spiritually dead, and God doesn't want us to end up in the snare of a dart. Another thing was the dart um, that the enemy, you know, that that is put up in Psalms 91. And a dart is a small pointed quick, it's sudden. And sometimes what happens is our fights that the enemy brings against us are so quick that we don't even know we're in the fight. We don't know that we were in the fight or that the fight is over. All we see are the, the bruises, the after effects of it. And so we're, we're, we're doing all this fighting. And we don't understand what's coming at us, and so we have to we have to we have to know that there's snares, there's dirt, there's arrows, and also there are, there are little devious manipulative things like this. So they say there's a Jezebel spirit, and it's the little things that that sometimes down that we that that more anger or more negative emotions towards someone else or, you know, or jealousy or envy or even bringing division and strife. It's little, it's little and it's very funny. And we don't, because we're, we're very reactive beings, you know, we don't take the time to look at the thing in context. And so then we have principalities. Principalities are are stable. So there are actual areas. There are state of beings. You know, what is a state of being? Is it you know we have a mental state, we have the physical state, we have the spiritual state, and we have to understand that the enemy has something to counter everything that God has. So if your mental state for God is peace. He's going to bring confusion and chaos. If the, if the physical state for God is health, the enemy will bring illnesses. So we have to be willing to fight. The we have to be willing to understand what strategy and weapon the enemy comes against us with so that we can understand the, the, the weapons that we have. And so I, um, 
I went and I asked God. I said, "Well, how do we fight? Because we don't. We're, we're not fighting. We're basically we're basically in defensive mode, in offensive mode. And so, you um, me to Ephesians six because Psalms ninety one gives us the security that we have. We could dwell in the secret place. We abide under His shadow." His truth is our is our shield and buffer. He's our refuge. He holds us angels. He holds us up in the palm of the, in his hand, and he lets us abide in him. And as long as we love and obey him, he will deliver us. He will set us up in time. He will answer our calls, our prayers for help. He will be there in the time of trouble. He honors his word by his, as long as his word is abiding in me, he honors me. He satisfies us with long life and he shows us, he shows us deliverance and he preserves us. So how does he do that? In Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, he gives us our weapons. Our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through the through the God, through the pulling down of strongholds. Well, how do we do that? He gives us the truth, which holds up everything. We dirt our loins. Our loins are girded with truth, so that holds up everything. As long as we have the truth of the word of God, he can pull us up in whatever the enemy comes against us with the snares, the pestilence, the, the, the traps and everything. His truth will hold us up. He gives us a breastplate of righteousness. With that breastplate, it shields our heart. It shields where our soul and our spirit resides. And in that righteousness is Christ. So with the righteousness of Christ upon our breast, upon our heart, that nothing that the enemy comes against us with shall prosper because we are making sure that we are having on the righteousness of Christ, not our righteousness, because our righteousness is like filthy rags. It has no substance, and it has no it has no power behind it. It's not made of anything. It's flimsy. And because it's rags, I mean, if you look at rags, rags has holes in it. Rags is is, is is weak, but with the breastplate of righteousness of Christ, it's still it's silver and gold. It's hard. It's 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 it, it, it's strong enough to withstand whatever the enemy comes against us. And so then we have shoes with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We are all based on the word of God. So wherever our foot treads is blessed and protected because we are walking in the word of God. When we're walking in the word of God, we will walk in peace. It might not feel peaceful a lot of times, but if we keep our eyes focused on God and on his word and his promises, we will walk on water, we will walk over fire, we'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and that's walking outside of your house. That's walking, that's even walking in your house sometimes if you're in a war zone. So with God, with the, with the, with the preparation of the gospel of peace on our feet, we will walk in peace. And then we have the shield of faith. Our faith in Christ, our faith in the Holy Spirit, 
our faith in Yahweh God gives us a shield that we can put before us. So we have a double shield. We have the breastplate of righteousness and our shield of faith protecting us. And, you know, when you look at the armor, a shield was, was movable. It can block and it can it can cover your head. It can cover your chest. It can cover everything in between. And it, and faith is a, is an action. So we have to be able to move and and let our faith move with us. And wherever God has us go, we have to be willing to let faith move before us and keep us in uh, keep us protected. And then we have the helmet of salvation. And salvation means deliverance from, deliverance from sin and its consequences, preservation from destruction. So with the helmet of salvation, God has given us something to cover our minds that keeps us from destructive thoughts, that keeps us from thinking destructively because we're keeping our minds on Christ but also the destructive thoughts that comes to us based on music that we listen to, TV shows, people's comments and, you know, concerns that they bring to us with the helmet of salvation. It keeps us protected. It preserves us from being destructive in our own mind. And then we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is our biggest defense because it says the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword cutting asunder. So in our faith and in our breastplate of righteousness, we have defensive, but the word of God is defensive and offensive because not only can we use it to defend ourselves, but then we can also use the word of God to be offensive in our battle with the enemy we could come against him just like Christ did and use the word of God to tell the devil, this is what the word of God says, not what you're saying. This is what he says. So we, and, and, and God says, well, we resist the devil. We, we can't resist him in and of ourselves. We have to resist him with the word of God, and he will flee. And, he is, and God shows us those examples in the word. Praying and supplication in the spirit and watching with all perseverance and praying continually. That means a constant communication with the Most High God and the Holy Spirit. That doesn't mean, and, and Sam has said this on, on more than one occasion, that doesn't mean that you're walking down the street speaking in tongues, talking about, and people are looking at you like, why are you walking around talking to yourself? But you can silently speak to God because even in every battle when you see war movies and even now, when um even now in the in the army and the navy, they're constantly doing drills and they're always in constant communication with the command post, trying to figure out they're updating the command post with their position so that the command post can tell them what they see and what the next step needs to be made so that they can be safe. And so how much more do we need God to be in contact with God? Christ gave us that example in his last days. He went before God several times to make sure that what he was supposed to do was still needed to be done. He told God his position. He told God where he was, and he waited for God to confirm where his position was if he was to stay there, if his order changed, 
if he needed to change positions and all of that. So how much more do we need to stay connected? So let God know where you are in today. If today at this hour you're walking in confusion, go before him and say, God, I'm walking in confusion. Clear the confusion. Help me know what my next step should be. And then wait for him to tell you, you know, help, help, you know wait for him to, to come into your position and then tell you where to go from where you are. And he will lead you out of whatever your situation is and to where he needs you to be and where you where you will be to be safe. Because what happens is what's happening, and I'm going to a war term, because, you know, we always see war movies and, um, you know, and, 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 under, uh, and undercover operation movies of black ops and how the strategic group of army people go in to get hostages and everything. And they have this thing called an extraction point and where if they don't get to the extraction point at a designated time, they have to wait for the next window. Same thing for us as believers. As we're, as we're fighting, we're fighting to get to the extraction point. And the extraction point is waiting for the, is waiting for the final deliverance from God. The extraction point is either our death, our natural death, or the rapture where we where we are we are out of this realm into the spiritual realm permanently. Those are our two options. Those are our two extraction points. So we're always continually having to be able to communicate with God so that when we get to whichever extraction point we are designated for, death or rapture, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. So I encourage all of us to continue the fight. We have to be we have to understand the 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 art of what the devil knows. And the devil only knows what we put out there. And he will only come at us with what we let him see. So we have to be very aware of where we are in God. Because if we're confused about who we are, he can plant inside our mind deception to make us think differently about ourselves and our situation. So understand in this fight, it's very clear that we need to be exactly how Christ was, hidden under the shelter of God, in constant communication, walking with him, letting him guide our every footstep, because he said that he has ordered our footsteps. And if our footsteps falter, he has promised that he will make sure that we don't dash ourselves on the rocks. So that means that he will catch us before we fall to the point of destruction if we'll call out on his name and surrender and submit and just let him be God in our lives. And that being said, if there's anybody else on, if there's anybody on the call, if you have any questions or comments, Regarding what has been said, okay. Is there anybody on the call who would like a prayer be before we end the call? Okay. So that being said, um, this call is recorded, and I pray that whoever listens to this call 
was blessed by the prayers that went forth. I pray that whoever listens to this call is blessed by the word that has gone forth. Um, I'm going to give a verse of the day, um, and it's coming from Psalm 113 and 2, and it says, Bless me the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore, because the Lord God deserves to be blessed even in spite of what we what we see and all that we go through. And so I um my prayer as we as I close this call um is that um that everyone who is seeking God will give God the the time that he needs to answer your request. Because God works outside of time, but he works in your favor. So be patient. Be vigilant. Make sure that the answer that comes is from him. Um, Because what happens is once we pray, once we pray and we make our requests made known, the enemy will come in as well to give us uh, a carbon copy of an answer. So we have to go before God just to, you know, and, and make sure our is good enough. You know, like, Lord, is this for you? Is this answer your answer before we go forward so that we don't become, you know, off track? Um, I, I'll ask again, is there anybody that has any comments or questions or prayer requests? Okay. Um, I have one more thing to share. There's a prophecy um, site that I go through, and they are always giving encouraging words. And the encouraging word today um, is you have been through a rough patch, but the problems you have encountered are being sorted out. Lift yourself up and look through the spiritual lens of hope and faith. That is what will bring you through in victory, says the Lord. Refuse to get bogged down in the negativity of the past. Be strong and of good courage. And they give a reference of Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And so, Father God, we thank you for the call today. We thank you that because there were two or three who were gathered in your name, you were in the midst, and you went forward, and you helped us encourage one another as we draw closer to you, O oh God. Help us to be encouraged that we know that you go before us in You go before us in every battle that we go through on a day-to-day basis. We know that the war is already won because your son declared it is finished when he gave up the ghost on the cross. But these battles that we have to fight until we get to our designated extraction point is what we are fighting for, oh God, to help us to be learn to wield the weapons that you have given us so that we can be able to fight the battles 
with you, O Lord, and through you and not ourselves. You give us the energy. You provide the, the will. You provide the determination and help us to draw from those things. And, Father, we are praying for Samuel Farley in his absence, Father God, because he is the mediator. He is the one that you put in charge of this of this line. You are the one that gave him the vision, oh God. And we thank you for him. And whatever you have him doing today, oh God, help him to be able to encourage those that you have designated to bring across his path and give him strength and let him find a refreshing in this time, oh God, for your glory and for his good. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. I told you that I had to make sure I was on here today because it's like I missed my breakfast yesterday. I can't do that. (laughs) And this is... uh, I don't want to mess your name up. Ariva. 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 You can just call me Ariva. Okay. <laughs> How are you today, ma'am? I'm blessed. All right. Like, even in the prayers. One of the things that I am battling that I'm dealing with is depression. 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 You know what? Okay. Ariva. Yes. Okay. Lord, we come for Ariva right now, oh, God, because in spite of everything that she's dealing with, oh, Lord, she she is reaching up and reaching out, Lord. So we come right now that you will give her a refreshing and a healing. Father, we ask that you will touch her from the inside out, oh God. We're touching and repairing and reconnecting and strengthening, oh God, the areas in her body and in her spirit, oh Lord, so that she can gain strength in spirit, soul, and body. Because it's all connected. And, Lord, we ask that you will inject her with a joy today, oh, God. Let her, let something be said today that will cause her to smile. Let something be said today that will cause her spirit to be lifted, oh, God. Father, we just pray right now that you will just, you know where she was, you know where she is, and you know where you want her to be, Father. So being that we can't change the past and we have no control of the future, we ask okay, we ask that today, oh God, that as we speak into Ariva's life, that you will give her what steps that she needs to take today and that she will... Um, that she will be able to take the necessary steps for her good and for your glory. And, Lord, we ask that you will strengthen her limbs. We ask that you will strengthen her her, so that when she looks at herself, 
that she sees you and not her situation. And, Lord, we just ask that you are, we are praying for her seven degrees of separation, her family and friends, and to encourage that they will come and they will show love and they will show just love on her and that they will, you know, keep her uplifted and see about her, oh, God. And we ask, oh, God, that that you will just just go have tea with her today. Go sit with her today and and, and just let her be open about how she feels, and then give her the answers that she's looking for, for her good and for your glory. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 Did you have anything you wanted to share? No, and it's one of the things that I will say, Lisa Plus and me, well, she has chastised me because I'll get on here and not say anything, but amen. He said, you don't ever say anything. Well, I'm, yeah, I talk a lot, but not in, and yes, I say public forums, but it's one of those things where it's like, I look at this. This is, yeah, I might go in and get me a bowl of, Across the place of cinnamon toast crunch, but this is my this is my daily food, my soul. I come in here, I get on this line faithfully every day, except for yesterday, and I felt so bad that I missed it. Uh-huh. I think I sent out text messages to Sammy, and he said I missed it. I I, I got on too late. I woke up too late, and it's like. It's not that they did not go well. It's just that I felt like I was missing something. Even if I don't say a word, this prayer line is encouraging to me on a day-to-day basis because I get up looking for my phone so I can get on here. I've been having a little memory loss off and on, but it's one of those things where I'm 51 years old. It happens. And it's like... I don't care what I'm going through. I remember that past code in that and the past, you know, the little extra the extra number that you had to dial. Right. <laughs> I know that by heart. I haven't forgotten that. It's like mm-hmm. those small victories like that. I, I just thank God for that. And it's one of those things where it's like and I'm able to get on here. One of the one of the things where you were just saying praying, saying uh, small victories, you know, just give me something to smile about. This call is actually my smile a day. You all, I, I only know, I know Lisa personally and I know Sam. I don't know anyone else on the line that I, that I'm, that I know of, but it's like, you all have become my second family. You all don't realize that you all are very encouraging to me, even if you don't know my story, don't know what's, what's been going on and all that stuff. I look forward to and I thank God for each and every one of you all. Yeah, you know, that my situation here. God and I actually called, because I call her Lisa's mom, mom too. I called 
mom the other day and had a beautiful talk with her. She's she was she she was very encouraging in all things where it's like it's in your in your prayers like I don't I I don't I don't want God to give me what I want everything that I want. I want him to give me what I need. Amen. So then I walk with him it's like Just don't give me the desires of my heart. Give me what you desire for me to have. It's going to further my walk in him, in my walk with him. Because like they say, I want that childlike faith again, where it's like you was the first one in the church because you knew that you might be singing lead or you running around from church to church, church, singing in these different groups and stuff because that's what you love to do. I want that as back. Amen. Yes, God. I totally see. I, I, and I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I was telling my daughter the other day, I said, you know, I said, no, I was telling I was, we were talking about it on the line, as a matter of fact, and me and my daughter talk about it all the time. I said, I, 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 I want, when I go into the church, I want to be able to say, God is here. You know, in spite of, you know, if nobody else is, you know, without the, without the hyping up, without the, you know, the loud music, I wanted to, I want to know and, and, and just be like, this is God, and I want this. I want his face. I want, you know. And it's so awesome to be, that's why I love this line so much, because everybody is like, I want the more of God. It's not about being seen. It's not about, you know, um, anything else but God. There's no big eyes, little use, and I'm this and I'm that. It's just like, this is all about God. You know, so I I totally second, like, this line is my second family. And this is Felicia. This is Felicia. Um, and I, I, I love to hear your voice. And, you know, even though you don't talk a lot, when you, when you do speak, you you say what's from the heart. And I appreciate that. I truly do. Well, I, I, I try to be as open and honest as I can be. That's the way that I was brought up. I see, I, as a woman of few words, but it's like I try to get my point across. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I do know that I think I think we're like the only two on the line, and um, and we did the prayers and stuff earlier um, because Erica, um, I'm sorry, yeah, well, Erica had to work, and then the other ladies are already at work, so. Um, 
I did um, I did a, sh- a short teaching on our weapons and how to what we're fighting and how to fight, and I um, I, I, I was going to close out in prayer. Would you like to close us out? That's something that uh, I haven't gotten the, that boldness to step out and do that on the line yet. Okay. That's fine. And I did, and I did, and look, and I did say yes. <laughs> that is fine. I, you know, because the thing is, I, I don't, you know, we that's one thing about this line that I like uh, also is because um, Sam is always encouraged that, you know, that everybody participate, you know, and but there's no, like, mandatory participation. So whenever you feel comfortable, whenever you get, you know, to the point where you want to, you know, chime in and, and pray or share, um, feel free to do so. There is no... There's no pressure at all, you know. So I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting because I know you have a lot to say. So I'm waiting for the share. Um, I'm waiting for the share. Um, so, um, Father God, we thank you for we thank you for the word that has gone forth. We thank you for those who have called in and and those who um, were able to share their prayers and their thoughts. We thank you for those who will listen to the call later on that something that was said or, you know, something that was said or prayed will be encouraging and uplifting for them. And Father, we just, as we go through this day, we're praying out for everyone in Pressure Through Ministries, their families, and the seven degrees of separation of each individual. Father, that as they go forward today, that um, your will be done in their lives and that the spiritual knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and discerning power increases in them, O oh God, so that they can see where they're, where you're ordering their steps to go and that they will not deviate from it. And Lord, we ask that you will continue to protect them from all hurt, harm, and danger, from all sickness, illness, disease, infection, and plague, from bacteria, viruses, chemicals, fungals, man-made bug bites of this generation, and all that is being found and all that is being created, O oh God, against man. Let us be held in protection and under your Holy Ghost fire. And um, anything that is not of you, in our bodies, O oh God, we apply your son, Yeshua's blood upon it so that it can be healed. All afflictions, Father God, let them be healed. And whatever we need to do to obey, to let your will be done, and that we can receive the healing, O oh God, today show us what needs to be done so that we can get the full extent of what we need from you and that we have to do to get it done, oh God, for our good and for your glory. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen.
All right. Ariza, you have a good day. And anyone else on the line, you have a good day as well. Talk to you all in the morning.